This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. All right, so no stranger. <laughs> this is Bloomberg. <laughs> that is the dulcet tones of Joe Theismann. He is back with us, Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, investor, businessman. I have to tell you, the last five minutes, we've just been on the Bloomberg terminal. I've been looking at stocks with yeah, him. Yeah, we've been looking at stocks together. And he just showed I love me, to do this. He just showed me his phone. He came over and he's like, hey, I, market was up today, right? That's right. Yeah. Like, you know. Buck 23 do you listen like to that. Fed policy? Do you do things like that? Like, what are the macro things, or do you not care about that stuff? Um, you know, I, I have... My guy, Eddie May is his name, and he's uh, he's at Morgan Stanley. Yeah. And he is so good as an advisor that I let him listen to all of, of the minutia. Yeah. And then we sort of talk about it and the directions we go in, and he does such a he does such a great job positioning me into preferreds, uh, some of the other things that you know. I mean, I think as an investor. This is a little bit of a scary time. It's scary back in 2008, 2009 because it was, you know, my gosh, the world's falling down. Chicken little, the sky is falling. Right. Yeah. Now, it's a little bit like this is gambling, okay? So you're standing at a crap table, and you've been on a heck of a run. I mean, you're making things. Money's flowing in all over the place. When do you walk away? But then there's the other side of it is that it can continue. Right. So what I think, what I happen and we just had guests on who said they think this cycle can continue. I think so, too. I, I, when you look at this market and where it has come from and what it has done, and, and, you know, people forget, I think the market under Bill Clinton when he was impeached went up 28%. Right. The, the impeachment proceedings that are going on, the market's basically impervious to that. It, it's, it's, it's what do you do on what are your returns? What are your numbers? Okay, if you're reporting, how are you doing? You know, Tesla, for example. What did, what did we, were talking about here. we were talking about that, right? Microsoft, after hours, crushed it. I mean, you, you're right. looking at it. So and on the other uh, side, Facebook, not crushing it. Exactly. Right. Interesting. So, so that, those are the things you look at. I, I pay a little bit of attention to it, but I really rely on the professionals. I, I'm a, I have five money managers, and I compete against them. I, I just I trade I have I have a certain That's block. That's your I have, like athlete. It is. In. Well, it is. I'm, I'm a competition <laughs> junkie, is what yeah. I am, and it's it's the place where I try and understand. I, yeah. I, I respect and listen so much to everybody in the financial world. I, I think it's just amazing, um, what's out there as far as information goes. But there's I, I pay attention to industries like the cannabis industry. You and I have talked yeah. about. Yeah, right, right. You like it. You're it, in it. I I am in it. I'm I'm not in it. I, I was in it a lot more a while back. But I think it's settled now. I think something may happen after the election. There may be a revisiting of it as far as There's still more some and more regulatory issues. Well, exactly. Yeah, they do. And, and, you know, truthfully, if Congress and, and if they look at it, um, there's so much being done illegally. That's just, it's, a, it's a pool of money out there. Tax it like you do alcohol and tobacco. Do you know the windfall that would come into this country economically? Be, if you if you approved it a certain degree now I'm not into getting high and all that stuff but the CBC CBD qualities in in marijuana are incredible medicinally I read an article in the Economist uh, I guess it was about eight months ago they felt like the me medical marijuana the medicinal part of it could overtake the opiates and be a great option yeah. as opposed to taking opiates to be able to deal with pain other than immediate out of surgery right. for people and more and more people do more and more older people use it right we you know we have creams out there 
Don't you look at me as an older person. No. Did you do that? <laughs> no, that was a person behind you. You know what it was? It was that guy behind you. <laughs> He's really you. old, that guy back there. I got to tell you that. No, but, but no, I, God won radio. But I, I think that's an important point. I, like, I think sometimes you get ahead of yourself. We're in prohibition. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's it's it. I think but it'll you paired, come. But, but you paired back. Absolutely. I I think it, you have to take a pause. I, um, Mr. <laughs> Cook, Jack Kent Cook, gave, did the nicest thing for me when I when I signed my last contract with him. I negotiated my contract with him myself, no agent. Which my first one was with no agent. That was a disaster. My last one with him, he was going to give me what he wanted anyway, so I didn't need to give somebody <laughs> some money. Right. Good but position to what be he, in. what he insisted, what he used to share with me, he used to say, Joe. Any profit is good, big or little. It doesn't matter as long as it's a profit. And I've sort of tried to pay attention huh. to that theory when it comes to trading equities. I look at, you know, if it's, if it's up 2%, that's fine. But where is the general market going? What is the climate inside the financial world? What's out there on the horizon? China, remember, remember Europe and Brexit. That was that was driving the market before. What's going to happen in Europe? Okay, now we move to China. What's the trade? What's the first phase of the trade agreement with China going to look like? Okay, we we're not okay. It looked pretty good. Right. It's oh, it's not as good. So the market does the fluctuations right. up and down. It's it's so sensitive right now to different things. I think with you know with like Tesla and Microsoft we're talking about, I would expect a big day tomorrow. I mean, right. We got But you don't own these guys. This isn't where you play. No, it's too it, the numbers are high for me. But but my managers do. Yeah. See I have money managers that, that have stocks that right. have these stocks. You know, Home Depot, Apple, Google, you know, Facebook we know is down Microsoft. They're they're all they were all we've been those those things a long, long time. Right. If you're and, in an index fund, you're in it. And you look at the right. way and you look at the way it's gone. So Joe, when you were here with us last year, we also talked a lot about crypto. You seem to have some themes that, that you tend to lean into. How are you thinking about crypto now? I, I think it's I think it's further out now than it was. Yeah. I think you're obviously government governmentally, um, would the would the government want something other than the central bank controlling right. currencies? No. And and the thing is, until you can, until you can convince people to buy things with cryptocurrency, it's going to be a challenge. And you look what Bitcoin has done. I mean, it's it's sort of been pushed way on the back yeah. shelf. It's I'm not saying that there isn't a possibility for it to rise again at some point, but I think that has run its course to a degree, and maybe it'll come back. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that are quite invested in it. I, I'm just you know I. I did it for a little bit. I made a little bit, and I walked away from it. You know, right. I, I lost a little bit too, but nothing to hurt me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think you have to be diversified enough so that if something does happen, you know, dividend stocks. You know, what's a, what are the dividend stocks? Is there is there a pool that you want to play with? Maybe take flyers with. You know, biotechs, for example. You know, I own a, a biotechs ETF. So okay, if if one now. They're, they're a little bit, they influence one another a little bit. Yeah. If you have a company that has a phase three that goes through and everybody's excited about it, well, you know, the whole family's going to get excited a little bit. Right. So right. I try so and. Everything benefits. Everything you try and pick and choose a little bit, uh, you know, in the areas. But I, I love it. I mean, to me, this has been my escape after the game. I yeah. am. I'm a competition junkie. Yeah. And, and we do this all the time. It's easy to have a scorecard here. It, it is. is. You, you, you look at, there's a very you, easy scoreboard. You go, yay, and they go, oh, uh, exactly. same thing. 
You are listening to Bloomberg Business Week. We're live in Miami. In a few days' time, we will have a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. We've got a couple Super Bowl champions sitting at our table right now. Joe Theismann is still with us. Super Bowl 17. He won that one. Brian Billick, he's also here with us, NFL Network analyst, but also the former head coach of the Baltimore Ravens. Winner of Super Bowl 35. Gentlemen, great to how see you. How are we doing? You. Great to be Good here. Good to be with you. Great. Good to be with my buddy Brian. Yeah, I, I know. know. You guys have a, how come, a history. How come together. I feel a whole lot older and you, look, you don't look <laughs> older than the first day I met you? All right. So just, that, for, just for men. So, <laughs> so that leads me actually to the question I wanted to ask both of you. Both of you have gotten involved in your post-football uh, lives in a lot of health and wellness-related things. And I know, uh, Brian, you're working with Roman right now. I see the ads on the subway sure. uh, all the time. Tell us why you're involved there, how you got involved. Well, it's been fun to watch the growth of the company yeah. because the whole it's all becoming about uh, telemedicine now, isn't it? Tele- telepharmaceuticals, everything. Obviously, you've got to get through the Internet. What uh, The average person over 40 hasn't been to a doctor in two years. Mm-hmm. It takes a month to get in and see a doctor. There's too much. For old guys like us, there's just too much Speak going on. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so to be able online to get access to U.S. licensed physicians, sure. to handle a wide variety of things. I don't care if it's ED, hair loss, cold source, whatever. And more importantly, get a line on the proper pharmaceuticals. As you well know, the amount of uh, counterfeit pharmaceuticals is stunning. Right. To be able to have that kind of source online, that kind of confidentiality, to make sure that you address all the things going on, this, this future in terms of, of uh, telemedicine and the ability to access, to be an advocate for your own health is huge. And, 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 and authenticity is so important. It's authentic. You know, you, you, you have that behind you. I mean, I, I see the ads for Roman as well. Yeah. You know, as far as that goes. Well, and you're working with a company that's trying to get the cost down, which right. is another huge right. piece of this. Health right, care costs bankrupt a ton of people. It's a company called MedLiminal, M-E-D-L-I-M-I-N-A-L. It's MedLiminal.com. What we are is we're a medical cost containment company. For example, you get a bill. You, get a, you have a physical. You get a medical bill. You go to the doctor. Do you have any idea what those charges are on that bill? Absolutely not. Right. What MedLiminal does is you send it to them. They put it through what's it's called an HCAT. It's a big machine, and it digests everything and figures out what is compliant and non-compliant charges. And in doing so, you're now going to wind up paying the actual amount. 90% of, hospi- 90% of, of bills, ho- uh, med- medical bills, are overcharges. They can save you anywhere between 17 and 49% on your bill. And it's, it's, it's a watchdog. And, and I got excited about it because when you think of people who get older, right. like my mom and dad, they just write the check and go. And if you're not able to get to them, what are they going to do? Well, what we do is we provide an opportunity for them to have somebody look over their shoulder and give them some guidance right. as to what they should be paying versus what they are paying. All right. So you've mentioned that you guys are wise and experienced. Not as much experience when we think about the game one side. you got a lot of young guys yeah. uh, at the four. What do you make of that, Coach? I think what's fascinating is you've got the dichotomy of this wide-open, fast-break offense of Kansas City orchestrated by the old guy, Andy Reid. Right. And on the other side of the ball is the young guy, Kyle Shanahan, with this old-school 21-12 personnel yep. downhill. What he means by 21-12, he means fullbacks and tight ends. Yeah, yeah. which is I have a, to translate for a, these. A lost breed. <laughs> for the so business so just the, yeah, the dichotomy of these two teams, and yet here are the two teams that are in the in the Super Bowl. I think it's a fascinating matchup. Are you yeah. ready to make a call? Yeah, I, I like Kansas City. Yeah. I, I, I believe defense. I, I believe this, and, I, and this, Brian is 
obviously the classic example that his football team, defense wins championships. Yeah. yeah. I had the privilege. He gave me the privilege. Uh, back before the, the Super Bowl, in the beginning of the year in August, I predicted the Ravens would win the Super Bowl. We, could, we go to Tampa down there. I'm out at practice with Brian on Wednesday, and he says to me, would you like to throw drills? I'm sure, I'm, I'm 50 years old. I can still throw. That was the last time I threw was for him. <laughs> yeah. And so I wound up during Super Bowl week on Wednesday afternoon, I threw defensive drills for the Baltimore Ravens, for his football team. And, and so you, do I've you been, take credit for that win? Absolutely. See, what, what, he didn't, what he didn't realize is I told the defensive guys, I, look, nobody touched the ball. I want Joe to complete every good. single pass. That uh, no, was great. It was now, great fun. It was a great way thing, to break it up. Here was the other thing. Jim Fossil was the coach of the Giants, who yeah. they beat, right? So Fossil found out, who's another friend of mine. I mean, you, you build these sure. relationships. So Fossil says, man, I'm really glad the husband's out throwing. I feel so much better about what we're going to be able to do now. I thought, wow, that's all I had to have. Actually, the truth was, Joe completed more passes against our defense than did the Giants in the game. <laughs> yeah. So Man. I had a heck of a good, I had yeah. a good, I had a good session. And so, what do you make of sort of the league right now, Brian? I mean, I, I feel like a couple of years ago we were saying, yeah. you know what, NFL on the decline, ratings, all of these things happen. You look around here, you look at the ratings, you hear what uh, Roger is saying in that press conference. What turned it back? Or you did know it what? never go it's, away? It's good. I don't think it ever went away. It, there were a lot of different things that came into to the forefront, you know, whether it was the protests and uh, and not the least of which is the cost of going to a game nowadays. Right. It's so, you know, but people are predicting the fall of the NFL for a long time. Yeah. It's still a compelling game. Uh, it does change and morph to a degree. And the more it changes, the more it stays the same, the right. true fundamentals to it. And there's only 16 games during right. a regular yeah. season. It's not like you, the, you have 160 the compelling yeah. you know, that's, that's the thing. is, I, I, I think we have an infusion now. Over the last couple of years, we've seen some really young, exciting players come in. The coaches are sort of recycled a yeah. bit, but they've also morphed their philosophy. Like Andy's you know, philosophy, you, you made a great point too. Andy on one side, Kyle on the other, young versus old, flip-flopping. But if you look at, and, and we go back to what I believe, when George Allen basically taught me this, great run defense and running the football will win you more games than anything else. Seven of the ten teams, uh, ten of ten teams, the top ten teams running the football Seven of them were in the playoffs this year. So even though we spread it out and throw it around, you look at the teams that ran the ball, they're the ones that made it into the final competition. So, um, And when we won our Super Bowl, if I, I'll, to answer yeah. your question as well, uh, taking nothing away from what we did, we were in kind of a void of great quarterback play. Yeah. We were transitioning out of the Aikmans and the uh, Elways and the Montanas and the Youngs. We hadn't yet come into the the Mannings and the Breezes and the Aaron Rodgers. Well, we don't have that transition today. As these guys are transitioning out, you've got these great young quarterbacks, Mahomes and Watson and, and uh, uh, Jackson. and So there's not going to be that lull. It's going to continue on. Yeah. And so I think the league is in a great spot right there. All right, 10 seconds. Who's your pick? we got the Chiefs from Joe. Who do you well, like? Well, I, I pick, uh, with all the shows I do, half I pick Kansas City, half I pick <laughs> San Francisco. You go it's with like me? the pick in the stock. Next fence. year, next, the yeah, on Monday, half, on, half the on, country. I'm with Joe. San Francisco <laughs> is capable of winning. Everything's got to fit for yeah. them. I think Kansas well, City. Well, everybody is thinks it's going to be a close game because the spread's one. Brian, right. feel like Joe. Is that all it is? You one? guys are wow. so much fun.